Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure legal filler in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beats, balls, and life. Giving them truth in it. Screaming revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting. Everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we said, doing. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art of Shaco. Where to keep it a beat so the plot don't miss it. Welcome to the city stand up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the Yes, sir. You're now tuned into The Fix, your source for faith-infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry right here on Sirius XM Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy, Happy 4th, 4th of July, July, Kings and Queens. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up, It's Get Real Mondays, Kings and Queens. Get real. About to get real. Uh, uh, DJ get Focus. Real. <laughs> it's Dice Gamble, and it's Get Real Monday. So, you know, it's... It's about to get real. That's it. I love it. Happy Monday, beginning of the week. It's no other way to start the week, you know? You've been chilling all weekend, having fun, relaxing. Sinning, sinning. Sin, 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 sin. Hope you repent it, pent, pent. We're jumping right back in it with our uh, Real Talk topic. It's 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 going to be a lot of fun, I think. It's going to be interesting, Dice. I think it's going to be interesting. <laughs> So our real talk topic today, we're getting right to it. Uh, The new birds and the bees conversation. Should Christian parents give their kids birth control and condoms? Well, 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 well. Let's talk about it. I think it's going to be interesting. We might do a poll on social media for this one too, Dice. I think I want to get everybody in on this conversation. Mercy. Do you though? Do we really? We don't want everybody's oh, yeah. opinion. I know we. No, no, it's still good stuff. Even if it's foolishness, it's still good. You know what I'm okay. saying? I, I, well, I want everybody's opinion. You know. Well, what I'm let's saying? do the poll. We, we we need to go and do the poll then. But it's good. All right. So um, okay. This is the Christian parents. If y'all out there and you have cheering, mm-hmm. this this one's for you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think you can you can even be older and have, and have had kids or no kids at all. I think this is. It's just where we are right now in the world. So we got to talk about it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Listen, and and we have an exclusive interview. uh, Oh, man. uh, Listen, one of the vets in CHH, you know what I'm saying? He's been doing it a long, long time Mm -hmm. at a high level, a long time at a high level. Listen, we're going to get uh, one of the founding members of Reach Records on the line, Tadashi, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. T-Dot. Talk about this banger he got out, Dice. Banger. <laughs> it's so hot. Mm. It's Excuse ridiculous. Me why I, yeah. I chew my ice, but mm. yeah, yeah, that's how yeah. hot it is. I needed some ice. That thing is—it's ridiculous. So if y'all aren't listening to it, man, y'all need to go ahead and catch up. You need to go to respect my team, Tadashi, Trip Lee, and Lecrae. Oh my goodness! Oh A my new goodness. certified banger. It, it, it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and of course is. y'all know we playing it today. So you know, right oh, after yeah. you, you you just keep keep it locked right there because I think <laughs> just gonna have you just oh my goodness. 
But listen, uh, listen, another hot show for y'all, kings and queens. If you're getting up right now, come on, let's get up. Wake up, wake up, wake up. If you're already at work, come on. Whether you're getting up or whether you're already at work or driving into work, let's have a great productive day today. Let's continue to be the light. Let's continue to encourage uh, the world today. I feel like we, we, we you, you said something last week, Dice. Um, I see. What? It was very, it was very important. I mean, it was like, wow. Why, why do we always try to be like the world instead of letting the world know they need to be like us? Yeah. And I was like, that's that's powerful. Like, yeah, come on, let's go out and be be what we need to be and yeah. show people that yes, they need us. They need believers. They do. <laughs> I mean, it would be a hot mess. It's so it's so funny because people always want to be like, you know, um, challenging, you know, different things, you know, laws and things like that, and then they're just so quick to bring up. Well, that's it's Christian based. It's like y'all wouldn't even be able to live here if these rules and laws were not Christian based, because that's what saved you. Like, that's why you want to be here. That's what makes it more safe and logical. Can you imagine if it was built off of nothing? Are you right. serious? Just lawlessness? Come on. It, I mean, and it's, it's just it's unfortunate. But, you know, some people get it and some people don't. So that's why we're here to teach. We're here to keep it real with y'all. Like we're going to do on today. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, you're tuned into The Fix. And of course, our mission is to expose the culture to positive but relevant music that keeps Jesus Christ at the center of the message. And we got got some music right now uh, that we're about to get into. Uh, We got new red hands on the way, Mm -hmm. as well as, listen, uh, this is Dice's pick. We're going to play some uh, uh, wine whinings featuring uh, Talkbox. And uh, of course, we're going to play our brother K.O. But listen, right now, let's, let's go ahead and get into some of that porch of love, that Helga. Keep it locked. You tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. You're tuned back into The Fix. You're a source for faith infused hip-hop, R&B, and poetry. Right here on Sirius XM, Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. You already know you're rocking with your boy DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, Dice, we always get uh, very excited about these exclusive interviews. And listen, we got a legend on the line with us now. Um, Come on. Listen. I, listen, I can't even go over all the hits. Listen, I, I'm going to tell you the first hit that touched me. My first introduction to him was Houston, we have a problem. Like, so so anybody who know me know I love chopped and screwed music. I had to get delivered. So you, I, I'm going I'm to I'm testify a little bit. I had to get delivered because that was a whole nother life. You know what I'm saying? Back when I was, you know, doing some some of that Cindy CNC and stuff with it. <laughs> so I had to get delivered. So when I got introduced to him and, of course, you know, a lot, of, a lot of his other label mates, it made it easy because I heard a sound that I was used to and could relate with. And it was like, okay, now. I need to go hard for God. And I still got some good hip hop I can throw in my Cuddy Mac and bump in the trunk. <laughs> so listen, it. listen, let, let, let us introduce, listen, a, a legend within CHH, uh, one of the founding members of Reach Records. Listen, T-Dot, Tadashi. What's going on, brother? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Man, thank y'all so much for having me on. I appreciate you guys, man. Listen. Honor. It's an honor having you on here. Come on, man. Thanks for your time. Thanks for coming on here. So listen, you you got a hot new single out uh, that listen is about to be tearing the charts. Uh, I already know, but listen, before we get there, listen, Dice, I know because there's a lot. We got a lot of questions about I that. I know. Go ahead. I, I, I want to hear your creative process. Like, what does it look like for T Dot when he goes into the studio and make a track? Uh, so for me, everything that I've ever done creatively has come from a real place, uh, meaning whatever's real in the world. And whatever's real in my life, that's what I want to deal with and talk about. So you mentioned Houston, we have a problem. Like, like I grew up north of Houston, about an hour outside of Houston, eventually moved to the city. 
And uh, that's that's where I really started trying to freestyle and kick it around the city. And I started to recognize there was this issue with with people keeping it real. They say they love God, but it was a lot of other stuff happening that God wouldn't be pleased with. And you know, it's just like a relation. I, I was young, but I was smart enough to know it's like a relationship. If I say I love her, but I mistreat her or I, 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 I cheat on her or sneak out on her, then I'm not really loving her the way I said I should. So um, that was enough for me to recognize, okay, I need to say something about this. But beyond that, um, I also love to create from a place of uh, spontaneity. I know that's a random thing, but like I, my wife will tell you, she gets sick of me running around the house, just randomly saying work. Like my kids will be like, can we go outside now? And I'll just be like, can we go outside now? Uh, can we go outside now? Uh, side now, uh, side now. Uh, such as I get it to side now. Uh, can we go outside? No, no, you can't. Oh I gotta God. go do your chores on the way. And I just started going and she's like, can you answer them instead of starting making music? And I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> so it's always from a real place in my life or the world that's around me and it's always uh, gonna involve some level of spontaneity, bro. Like on the spot, I just want to start having fun with it, because uh, that's what—that's how I got into hip hop was freestyling with my friends and just having fun. So I love it. That's hilarious. And yes, as a wife, that would drive me absolutely crazy. Right, 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 right. But listen, bro. No, okay, okay. So you are a legend. You are OG. We already know. Like you are a staple. You are a part of of what I get to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you've kicked yeah. in so many doors. Like you've laid the foundation. And um, it's awesome. But can you tell me what has changed in your music since you started like up until this moment? Uh, I think two things when you ask that question about what has changed. First, uh, I found my voice and that took a while because when I first started rapping, uh, I wanted to I wanted to bring truth to everybody around me. Um, and so I was heavily influenced by Houston hip hop. It was a lot of influence and, and sure that like um, um, Steve Jobs before his passing, he said uh, the best inventions are stolen, not created. And he's like, it's always you hearing something from somebody and taking a piece of that and making it your own. I felt like that's how I started. I was like, man, I just wanna, I just wanna be good at this and they are good and I wanna be like them. And eventually I was able to find my own voice and my own sound. Um, and then the second thing I would say is I found freedom with my own identity. I found comfort to be free in my own identity. So I wasn't trying to impress anybody. Like I used to say when we first started, like, man, I do this for an audience of one watching, God is watching. And yet I was worried about what Cray would think or Trip would think or Show Baraka or the cross movement or whoever else was around at the time. I'm worried about them. And eventually I was like, I just gotta be myself. I wanna be true mm -hmm. to who I am and who God has called me to be. He's given me a unique voice and I wanna be able to use that for his glory. Uh, I tell everybody, you're the best you there is. There is not another you. So if you try to be like somebody else, you rob the world of what God has given you to give to the world. So be you, there is not another you. So that's 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 probably what's changed the most. That's good. What, what do you think has changed in Christian hip hop? Cause you, you've been around for a while. So just yeah. talk about <laughs> the, the, the state of Christian hip hop now compared to when you first started. Yeah, now, it is so many people doing Christian hip hop, so many 
And it's not even about the region they're from. They just happen to live somewhere. But so many people, you look all across the country, they're just all over now, bro. There's so many people doing music. And I'm like, look at what God has done. There are so many people doing this and doing it well. So, man, that's one of the biggest changes for real. Well, since we're on changes. Um, yeah. Yeah. What has changed in you becoming a father, becoming a husband? Like, what has God done? Yeah. Oh, look, how much time you got. Take your time, T. Take your time. Look, 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 I came out of Missionary Baptist Church. Now, if you need, I'll pick up a good, a good two hours. I can preach now. I can go there. Um, man, that's a great question. Thanks for coming with it. Okay, oh, so uh, I feel like from a husband standpoint, um, I was able to, I, I'll be able to say the biggest change has been, um, it, it's going to sound weird. But married, I think people who are married get it. Like you, you lose yourself without losing yourself. Mm -hmm. Like I've been able to become someone new and not regret that I changed into something that I changed into because it it was for the better, the better of myself, my wife, our family. Um, that's been the biggest thing of all. Like when the Bible says that you leave and cleave, yeah. I, I used to think that just meant physically, but mentally and emotionally, I've become a different person because of my wife. I used to talk about stuff on the surface level, like, yeah, before my wife, I didn't know what quinoa was. I was, I was like, who eats quinoa? I don't eat quinoa. Like I didn't know what it was. I literally had no clue. I feel like that's how I mentioned change at first, like on the surface. But eventually what I started to see was internally my ability to, by the power of the spirit, my ability to consider her higher than myself mm -hmm. brought about changes within me that made me more patient, more understanding, more kind. Even scripture says, uh, to, tells husbands to live with their wives in an understanding way. And I, I honestly had no clue what that meant. And I think through study as well as experience, God has made it known. So I've changed without changing, if that makes sense. Like I still love who I am, but I've become someone new. And I don't know if that's the best way to say it, but that's how I say it. Uh, and then as a father, yeah. um, I did, I tell everybody, I, I was the person who was a hopeless romantic as a teenager and young adult. I was, I was like, girl, I'm gonna get you the flowers, the roses. I'm gonna get the stuffed animal. I'm gonna write poems. Aww. I'll sing to you. I'll do all this stuff. And I'll make sure that you feel romanced and swept off your feet. Um, but I didn't believe in love at first sight. I was like, nah, you gotta win me. Love at first sight is for the birds. That's not a thing. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not gonna fall for the okie doke. And then what happened? So, and then my wife gave birth to my first son. Now my wife is a, is a I, women are superheroes. I, I say that Thanks. all day. When I saw my wife, like natural birth in a birth center, no hospital, no drugs, give birth to, she, she did that with all of our boys, but to, she gave birth to our son, our firstborn, and he, he was born into the world. And I looked at her and I was like, oh my God, she's a superhero. And I was amazed with her for real. And then I, I, I locked eyes with this baby. And for the first time in my life, I believed in love at first sight. I was like, in an instant, I've just met someone who I love so deeply, I would die for you. And so that was, that was probably the biggest thing. I've never known love on that level. Um, but I, I do with him and, and all of my boys. And it's just, 
it's blown my mind how deep that goes. My mom told me all the time, when they're when you're little, you're on you're on my knee, and when you're older, you're on my heart. But you're never you're I never let go of you. And I'm just like, oh, I get it now. She right. I never let go of you. That is awesome. Listen, let's <laughs> let's get into this music. We know we got to get you out of here shortly. Listen, um, let's talk about this new banger. Like this, oh, this thing certified. Man. This respect <laughs> my team. This thing is certified, man. I, I, I man. Listen, we, from the video to the, oh, to the track itself, like, come on, come on talk about everything, oh, all the goodness. elements that you brought to life in this track, in this video. Yeah, man, so I'll give you the real. So uh, this track, Respect My Team, uh, it was actually Lecrae's song. That was his song originally. And mm. it, was, it wasn't it wasn't what it was now. It was, a, it was a snippet of a beat and the sample at the beginning. And I was like, Yo, I really like this. Can I get this? And I'm telling this to the AR at the label. Shout out Ace, uh, Ace Harris, the, the AR at Reach. And I said, Can I get this? And he was like, Nah, that's Craze track. I don't know if he'll if he's gonna come up off of it. And and I said, Okay, cool. And I backed off. And about three months later, Cray drops his album and nothing is and that song's not on it. And I went back, like, is he still using this? And he was like, I don't know, man. And you know, he's still holding on to it. And I was like, nope, too late. I don't care what he say, I'm using it. And so <laughs> I took it, <laughs> I took it. I I went and re- I wrote a verse to it, I recorded to it. And then I hit up the producer, Carvello. I hit him up and I was like, Carvello, man, I need the files for this beat. I'm trying to work on it with my engineer, Zach Paradise. I was like, man, Zach is a producer, a singer, a writer, all of that. And he's, he and I are working on the beat and, and everything. And I was like, yo, I need this beat. And he was like, cool, I got you. But I also made a variation to it. You want to hear it? I go, yeah, shoot it to me. He sends it. And it is the second half of the song. Oh. And I was like, and I called him back. I didn't text. I called back like, yo, I want both. I want both. Don't, don't get that to nobody. I want both. And so uh, me and Zach worked together to create a drop for it. And man, it was, I mean, it was just perfect timing. Cause I didn't, I, I'm an artist who loves what I call variety of sound. Uh, Show Baraka tell you, I've been saying this since, since 2005, 2006, variety of sound is everything to me. That's the reason why I can't be just one style on, a, on an album. I gotta have all of these different sounds sonically for you to enjoy these different soundscapes and so um after that i had vision for it so i got it done i got trip on it i knew trip was gonna work on the hook i knew cray was gonna come in with the last verse i knew that it had to be a verse from trip because the last time we did something collab wise it was nothing i can't do on my last on, on one of my last albums um, um below paradise and i was like man i can't just get trip on the hook you got to get a verse so I made sure to fight for that. We fought for it hard, got everybody involved in it. And they're willing, it's just time and schedules. Yeah. But as soon as we got it worked out, man, it came together beautifully. But at the end of the day, you got to have vision for it. And if I'm honest, I don't think Cray had vision for it the way I did, mm-hmm. which is why when he finally heard what I was doing, he was like, wait, wasn't that the beat I had? Oh, you, and he literally said, he was like, oh, you do, you did way better with it than I did. That's your verse crazy. So he was instantly a fan of the idea and the vision that I had. And um, from there, uh, the label reached out to one of the homies, uh, Nathan with Dust Brand yeah. uh, Productions. And they Dust do everything. Is, My yo, gosh. he is always fire. fire. He is always fire. So he hit me up and was like, yo, I heard the track. I got an idea. I don't know if you're going to go for it. I was like, yeah, let me know. And he sent me a video of Jim Kelly from the 70s doing martial arts. 
And I was just like, yo, first of all, I'm a Jim Kelly fan. Come on now. Second of all, like watching Kung Fu flicks and seeing Bruce Lee with Enter the Dragon and seeing a black dude on there, that made me want to watch it even more. So I, I look, I mean, I knew who he was off top. So I was like, hey, this is amazing. Let's do it. The label was down to do it. I, it's like it all came together. So one day in Atlanta, we got together and had a two day shoot and we threw on our best Black Panther 70s impression clothing and, and we made it happen, bro. It was amazing. Everybody came through, Trip was there. Craig came through for me, man. Bro, we got it done and it it turned out beautiful. I love it. The 70s thing exists for sure. Like that, that genre and style of film and everything else exists. But what hasn't happened is seeing that in our space right like that that has never been done in our space and i was like it's got to happen i'm so excited about this so yeah no i, I appreciate the the love I, i'm it it it's enjoyable for me and i was in it yeah. i was like I, <laughs> said it, I was I'm, in it. <laughs> I'm watching it like i did like i had nothing to do with it i'm like this is so good so it's good i was excited about it yeah we all are man i'm like he, he keeping the foot on people's neck like he ain't letting no. loose like no, so that's why I said at the end of the song, all 22, we gonna be on your head. I believe it. All 22, I'm coming with, every, bro, COVID was horrible in some ways, mm. but from a work standpoint, bro, I just stayed busy. I got music on music on music, bro. So should we expect a project, a project coming before the end I of the year? Yes, like, <laughs> like for sure. I know I'm, I'm trying to drop three different projects this year. Like I'm trying to stack 22 and 23 to the point, I want people to be sick of me. Like, okay, he's doing too much now. I want people to be sick of me. So I'm in there, bro. I'm working. Listen, man, anything you need, we are definitely pushing whatever you whatever you throw in our way. Thank yeah, for you. sure. Just God bless you and your family, man. Thanks for taking the time today. We no could be anywhere else, man. But yeah, That's we need you. So man, I appreciate that sincerely. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, people, I started a podcast called The Dash. Yeah, you did. Available. Um, I have, uh, I started a foundation in honor of my son, Chase, who passed away. It's called the Chase Foundation. You can Google that. Mm -hmm. And uh, man, it's it's been a, a, an amazing year so far to establish things that I think God is wanting in the, in the world, to create those things that I talked about and make them real on the earth. And the music is a part of that. So it's coming. More music is coming. Trust me. Listen, we appreciate you rocking with us today, Tadashi. Can you tell the people how they can connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms, as well as introduce uh, your latest track? Yeah, man, yeah. So look, follow me for real everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I'm even on TikTok now. That's not known as much. So you follow your boy on TikTok. I'm having fun over there. And man, this track featuring my brothers Triple and Lecrae, one of the best ones I've ever done. The video is phenomenal. Go to Facebook and watch it. It is called Respect My Team. And you rocking right here with my family, man. We 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 getting it in, man. You're gonna catch the wave if, if you if you hear long enough. <laughs> Listen, That's keep right. it locked. You're tuned into the fix. And the fix is in. You tune back into the fix, your source of faith infused, hip-hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on Sirius XM, channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Mm -hmm. Happy Monday, kings and queens. You're rocking with uh, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. And listen, on this Get Real Monday, Get it's real. time for the Real Talk Topic Dice. So uh, this one's going to be fun. Uh, today, our topic is, you know, the new birds and the bees conversation. Mm. Should Christian parents supply their kids... <laughs> with birth control and condoms. <laughs>
Mm. Let's talk about it. I, I feel like uh, this is a much needed conversation, Dice. Um, I don't know if you know parents within your circle are talking about this, but I know mm. this is a conversation that you know my wife and I uh, often had with different parents and you know just saw it from different perspectives and just you know i think um we, we're going to see it from two different ways we're going to hear it from two different ways but let's let's start off with some stats i think you got some stats dice what, what yeah. do you have yeah yeah so it is reported that 18 percent of teenage girls ages 13 to 18 are on uh, some form of birth control watch this 18 to 40 65% were on birth control in 2017 and now ages 14 to 49, 73% of women are on birth control. From the ages of 14 to And what? this is on the CDC. So just so y'all don't think I'm making that up, go on, you can go on over there to the CDC website. Wow. So I it was eye-opening for me because I'm sitting here like, huh? So, so basically at yeah, one in five, you know, under age 18. But the crazy part is after it goes uh, 18 to basically 50, the numbers are ridiculous. I mean, we got to talk about it. I mean, you know, demographics and things like that. Um, obviously, Black and Hispanic. And then you have non-Hispanic. But um, yeah, it, it's wild. I mean, one in four teenagers uh, every year, they get a sexually transmitted disease too. So, <clears throat> I mean, they say 44%. 42 to 42 to 44 percent of teenagers are having sexual intercourse so half of the kids are having sex so you got a lot of things in here so if we we already know we're at pretty much the halfway mark we know christians are included in that group of teens i mean you as a parent knowing that statistically you know for a fact what's going on you know who's catching what or getting what or who's getting pregnant and, and things like that. Um, what do you do? You know, how do you address it? You know, like now, um, since you talked about stats, we might as well go ahead and run it on uh, birth control pills and the effects that they could possibly have. Um, you know, so, and this is on, uh, what is this, Medical News Today. It could increase you having the chances of uh, getting blood clots and things like that, um, vaginal dryness, even discharge. Um, so here's, a, here's the thing. If you don't know what a birth control pill is, it's two hormones in, mixed in there, you know what I'm saying? But there are physical effects that could happen. They're low, but still, like... You taking uh, different hormone pills every day? It's 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 changing some things inside of you too. So, it, it's it's just I don't know how the risk worth it. You know, I mean, and and why are you why are we doing it? You know, so some people have their reasons. They don't want to have kids. Focus, you know, and they don't want their kids to have kids, or the kids don't want to have. I mean, it's it's just interesting, you know. And then the government pays for ninety percent of this, I, you know. So that's why it's free if you. Ever, unless you just need a special kind, like if you have an allergy or something, but so for me, <laughs> no, no, seriously. I know that was a lot. I'm just like, I mean, no, no, I, I'm still kind of in awe of us just even talking about this, but it's, I think it's more eye opening to be like, man, people are out here just not wanting kids at all by these percentages, is what I'm mm -hmm. looking at. So, and that's just one side of the contraceptive thing. That's not even just like, you know, condoms and things like that. That's just pretty much just the women's just picking you know no i know for me this was not this was like a taboo thing uh for me coming up 
like my parents really didn't talk to me about sex uh, on the level that I kind of learned it uh, unfortunately by experiencing on my own <laughs> mm. um, and I don't know why you know um, you know they had their reasons you know for whatever reason and we talk all the time too about pastors how you know a lot of the sex and uh, just you know uh, sermons on sexual behavior and everything was kind of taboo i would say back in the 90s compared to now there's a lot there's a lot of more teaching on it we have a lot more resources on it mm-hmm. i don't know if all the birth control options were available back in the 90s that are available now like you know i hear about this plan you know plan b and you know all type of just different things where you can kind of protect yourself but i just think for me we need to have more of these conversations as believers in understanding the value of what God's creation for sex was. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was created to be a blessing between a man and a woman in marriage and to, you know, of course, multiply and be fruitful. But also we talk all the time about soul tides and the importance of understanding that. So I mm-hmm. just think it's a lot that just goes with this. Um, when you talk about, you know, just starting to have sex and one, especially if you're young, you, mm-hmm. a lot of times you don't know what you're doing. Let's be very clear. You, yeah. you know, you, you do not know what you're doing. You do not understand what, what is doing to your body. It's all type of things that go into, you know, men releasing, women releasing, what that does to your body, you know, especially at young ages, you know. Mm-hmm. So I just think it's a lot. I think we need to have this talk more. And that's why, you know, that's why we're talking about it now. But I think for me now, Here's what we did with our daughter. So I I didn't want my daughter to have the same experience that I had Mm -hmm. with understanding just everything. So my wife and I did it. You know, we we tried to do the best job we could. And shouts out to you, uh, baby, if you're listening, you want to come on? (laughs) No, no, seriously, she she can come on and state her, state her, state her peace, state her Uh truth. You know, I'm I'm sorry, state state her opinion. There's only one truth. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But we tried to early, you know, my wife did a great job of just, telling her who she was, mm. just making sure she understood her body and everything. Mm-hmm. You know, women go through the cycles and understanding, you know, you can get pregnant if you do have sex and all that, you know, I, of course I'm, I'm trying to, you know, pour into her and, and give her what a man, you know, what a man's role is in her life when it comes to a husband. And then of course the fun part, the, that's why I always say, I say, you know, God made this to be fun for a husband and a wife. You know, this is the fun part, but yeah. don't, don't take advantage of that. So, we tried to make sure we express everything to our daughter in a way she could receive. And I believe she did receive it. And we still had these conversations with her now and she's grown. Mm -hmm. And I think enough parents are not having these conversations enough. A lot of parents are just letting their kids just do whatever they, you know, whatever they choose to do. And I think that's what's problematic for me. Mm -hmm. I know. I mean, you said something a minute ago about, um, I, I don't know about us. I can't remember how you put it, but the word value sticks out to me. And I think that oh, yeah. is, that's, yes, yes. You have to value yourself. So God, God intended for us to value our bodies. I mean, and it's not, key. It's key. Like he, he, it's so many scriptures. Listen, we, we go to Proverbs where it talks about uh, prostituting yourself, you know, oh, come man. on, let, let's be very clear. And that's male and female. I, I'm, I'm sick of this narrative that only women <laughs> are prostitutes. That's not true. Not man, true. You, no, no, seriously, because because I used to be ignorant to that fact, and I used to think that the same way too as well. Mm. I would call a woman out her name for sleeping mm. around, but I'm sleeping around too, I, and I'm trying to sleep with her. Let's be very clear. You see what I'm saying? Like, no, no, yeah. I'm just as much as if, if she won, I'm one too, because yeah. I didn't value my body. I didn't right. know that I was supposed to keep myself for my wife. You right. see what I'm saying? So I, I'm very passionate about that. But yes, 
yes, I, when I started to look into scripture and understand soul ties more, that's what stuck out to me. Like, oh, we actually supposed to value our body. Oh, this is a temple that we supposed to take care of. I, I talk about my struggle with, you know, trying to get this physique together and lose this weight. Yeah. Listen, God is not pleased with this stuff. Let's be very clear. Mm. It's uh, this is this is a interesting topic because I think the world is out of out of sorts. I mean, obviously we because we have a Christian view. It's like, why are we even talking about this? Like, my brain is like, what are we talking about? Like, what are we talking about? Like, my mind is like, we still got people getting pregnant uh, in church every week. Let's be, I, no, that's why we're talking I get, about. I, I get that. I get, which is unfortunate. You know, I, I don't know, man. I just gave everything I could give. And you and you have these talks. You have the tough talks. And you teach them, like, the value of life, the value of them. Like, me and my husband are excited to get our first grandchild. But we're anti anybody trying to get rid of one if they have an accident. You know what I'm saying? Like, we just, like, bring the baby to us. Forget it. You know what I'm saying? Because we ain't even got to, we ain't even got to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Like, just... It's going to be just fine. You know, we were just fine and they're going to be just fine, too. And it's not, it, it, you know, even if it happens the way we don't want it to happen, we welcome the life, you know, like. So I don't. So it's, this is a, this is a hard conversation for me because I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. And I sure wouldn't pay for anybody to go do anything crazy. And I, I would definitely be against somebody trying to take it after the next day pill. I'd be like, listen, bro, if you go on and knock that out to the right and we got air, we here. Let's do this. You know what I'm saying? It's, we're excited, you know? So I don't know. It's just it's just interesting, but it, I don't know, man. When reading these statistics, I was like, there's a lot of selfishness going on out there in the world. And I, I really, it really didn't sink in until I saw the numbers. I'm like, 73% of who is doing what? Who's having the babies? It, it did. It did break it down. You already know the statistic of, it's like almost 50% of uh, low income and impoverished areas are obviously the women who are getting uh you know more stuff more they're having more abortions sorry and they're on more of these uh pills and things like that but they're readily available in their neighborhood so i mean if it's on if it's on the corner well i guess yes you know so it's by, so it's by design then yeah because guess what i don't see planned parenthood in the rich areas i mean have you seen one because i haven't I've only seen them in the hoods or in the areas, you know, that's why I'm like, this is, uh, this is interesting. It's, it's like, I know it's about money. I know there's money involved here. Um, like million and billion dollar companies that are making these, all of this stuff. I'm talking IUDs, birth control shots, implants, diaphragms, spermicides, everything, just good grief. So there's a big business to this. So it's not just, that's why I think people get irritated when we bring up the Christian part of it, because it's like this is yeah, it it from a Christian standpoint, it just makes sense that we would want to procreate. Period. You know, but when you add in all these other people who've gotten involved in our procreation, it's hard to eliminate these people now because they're everywhere and they're making a lot of stuff available and they have a lot of contracts to create these products, which they do in factories that give people jobs you know it's like it's like it's a vicious cycle big money and, in it. yeah that's what i'm saying i mean that's why i was like good grief so anyways i know we we're over here just the dis discussing statistics and 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 what it is but like i said um we already know the sec the teens are having sex so you know 44 percent of them you know are, are sexually active one in four catching something each year 
um, from having sex, but just the birth control thing, you know, like I said, ages 14 to 49, we're at 73% of women using some type of birth control. So that's, there's no way you'll be able to change everybody's mind on this because we are, we're knee deep in this one. Yeah. Where do you stand when there's so many people already involved in this? Like all your kids, friends and the kids moms obviously and shoot age 49 these days somebody grandmama so <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, but yeah um i don't know i, think, I i've never I been it's tough i think it's tough dice i'll be honest with you it is, this I is tough yeah it's, it's very tough because you want to continue to instill those christian values within mm. you know in your household and you want to make sure you you bring your mm. kids up with a sense of urgency or learning a personal relationship with Christ early on mm. so that they can understand the impact of of this because we know a lot, a lot of you know um there's a lot of broken relationships within this because you know I, I would love to see what that percentage is out of oh. you know the the kids that have these babies how many of them stay together with the mo the mom and dad stay together because yeah. that's what God intent was for it to be a unity and a family and it's strength within having that family that's you know not blended you know I understand we have blended families but I don't think that was God's design his design was for us to be with our queen and king that we first lay down with and I think that's at least for me it's it, 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 at times I struggle with it because I want to see black people as uh, uh, culturally uh, to do better in that sense. Cause you, you talk about a lot of the urban communities and the, the neighborhoods who are having, they're constantly having babies, having babies, having babies or having abortions. And it's, 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 it's too much. It's too much. It's well, too I mean, much. I think, I think fam the family values are changing and obviously um, that's good. That's good. That this, that all this wraps all this is wrapped into everything. I mean, even the marriage rate is going down. So that's it's that says a lot too. It's kind of like okay, so people don't want families anymore. So it, yeah, if, if people don't want families anymore, it, it makes sense why you got seventy three percent of people trying not to be a family. I wonder why that is. That's why I said I, I was looking at the numbers, and the only thing I could come up with is, man, there is a lot of selfishness going on. But to me, I'm sitting here like if we continue at this rate where marriages are decreasing, people are sterilizing themselves. Well, who's going to be here to do anything? You know, who's going to be here to be a doctor, a nurse, a, a lawyer, a, you know, politician, a president? Like who who's going to be here to farm? You know what I'm saying? Like this is something that cannot continue. So I like my mind is ticking right now on this Roe versus Wade thing. Like, is this intentional where it's like, look, 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 did somebody finally look up and say, oh, we we about to screw ourselves all the way over because they will not even be in America in a point in 50 years because you can't keep not having kids and then you can't keep not getting married. So, you know, is this why we are allowing anybody to be married? Like, like, you know, what I'm saying like it's, it's kind of got me ticked ticking in the mind now because I'm like I said when you put it on paper and you look at the numbers and you like things don't add up while we're making these choices and decisions now out of the blue and so I'm like oh yeah marriage rates falling and right. we are not we are not procreating so yeah I know we gotta go to break it's interesting bro you're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Gamble. Listen, we having that new birds and the bees conversation Ooh. on our real talk topic today. Uh, listen, keep it locked. You're tuned into the fix, and the fix is in. You're tuned back into the fix. 
your source of faith infused hip hop, R&B, and poetry, right here on SiriusXM channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. Happy Monday again, Kings and Queens, DJ Focus and Dice Gamble checking back in. And listen, we are right in the middle of this great conversation we're having mm. about the new birds and the bees. <laughs> the Christian parents uh, give their kids uh, birth control or condoms. Yes. Listen, I, I, think, I think we should talk about a little bit. We, we, we unpacked it so much in that first part. I think we should dive into reassuring um, for the listeners who have maybe been struggling in this area or, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, they did have some, you know, their kid did have a baby mm-hmm. prematurely before they got married that God still loves them and, and they're still okay. And, you know, you still, you know, it, it's not like this is the end of the world, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. It's not like, like I said, I, I'm, I, my mom was a teen having me. So was my husband's mom a teen. I mean, listen, look how fabulous we, we turn out to be superstars on billboard charts on radio. Like it's, it's, it, you know, come on now. I just, I just think we, I think we need to take this seriously. I think if a, a child is exhibiting sexual behavior or you know that they are sexually active, I think that's something you take before the Lord and you hopefully both parents can kind of talk with with the kid you know and or even auntie because sometimes kids are, are are more open to people who aren't as close to them you know what i'm saying like it's easier to reach a kid you know maybe a teacher can reach a kid but i, I just think you gotta be observant you gotta be a part of your child's life but here's the thing um you know people make mistakes and accidents happen and kids like me pop up like surprise and and you get through i mean because there's there's help every everywhere here's the deal um a quarter of every household is a single parent household. So, I mean, come on now. And and everybody's surviving and making it. I mean, it is what it is, you know. So some people get married and get divorced. So it's not that they thought they were going to be single, you know, single parent. They just happened to be a single parent. So, um, and I don't want to put it on the single parent thing right now. We're talking about birth control. But I, I would, I, I'll be honest and I'll say this, Focus, um, as a Christian my standpoint is if you don't have to take anything that, um, you, you know, that kind of alters your insides or could cause you damage, don't do it. You know, like that's just how I just feel like you don't want to set yourself up to fail, especially we are called to people in our lives. We're called to be ministers and things like that. And it's like, we don't want to limit our lifeline. You know what I'm saying? It, it, you know, you're doing some damage to this body. You know, we are, we house the temple of the Holy Spirit and it's like, we want to live, live, live the best life we can for as long as we can doing, you know, whatever the Lord has called us here to do. So I think as a parent, I would definitely think about, do I want to start damaging my child, potentially damaging, you know, something in my child at such a young age, you know, but here again, like it, to each his own, you know, if you know that your child is just out there doing the most and you want to feel good about it, you know, and that's something you and your child agree upon and you feel like the Lord's okay with that. That's between y'all. Um, you know, I'd say just, you know, try to stay as healthy as you can. That's that's what I would say. And like I said, if you got the percentage here, so if you got a young teen and you already know that 44% of teens are sexually active, well, you might have one of those kids in your house. So, you know, just going in knowledge with knowledge, you know, of, okay, this could potentially be a thing. There's nothing wrong with uh, with you trying to protect your family, you know? But I definitely, yeah, I definitely want to put it out there like, you know, come on, man, don't, but don't be afraid too. like, hey, you know, if you are blessed with life, and this is another thing, some people start taking birth control or get on birth control, and then they can never have kids again. So my heart is very passionate 
towards life versus, you know, anything else, man. I mean, it would just suck to, and I have really good friends right now who, I mean, if I could get them on here right now, they would definitely back me up and say, yeah, like they haven't been able to have children or they struggle with having kids or they've had to pay uh, $50,000 just to get an egg, you know, to, to go. And so I don't know, man, I'm, I'm like, protect your body first, I think. And uh, that's how, that's how I feel about it. But, you know, to each his own, that's just my stance. Try to be healthy and just know whatever happens, hey, it's going to be all right for sure. Absolutely. I, yeah. I think uh, I just want to leave with, with saying um, for our young adults, I, mm-hmm. you know, I can understand, you know, the, the, the kids that are, you know, pretty much like 21 and under. Mm-hmm. But after you pass 21, you know, let, let's be let's be very clear. I think it should be a little bit more accountability individually mm-hmm. for and I'm talking to believers specifically. If you're mm-hmm. not a believer and a mm-hmm. follower of Jesus Christ, this is not for you. I'm talking about believers specifically. Mm-hmm. You know, by the time you're 21, 22, you should start to develop a little bit more of a better spiritual walk with God. Mm-hmm. And the closer you get to God, you know, there should be some accountability that mm-hmm. you should want to start really keep yourself. Just being honest, like you want to, you should want to remain mm-hmm abstinent and, and 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 flee from continuing to have sex and, mm-hmm. and putting yourself in positions to where you can for my men impregnate a woman or mm-hmm. for my ladies get pregnant like mm-hmm. I, I think that's not talked about enough dice i know mm-hmm. everybody is you know going uh you know crazy talking about this abortion situation but mm-hmm. to me the real issue is okay well you know i don't think we'll have many, as many abortions if we stop having sex mm-hmm. and specifically for believers like i'm like you're a dog I know it's a struggle, but, you know, God can get you through all of that if you really tap into him more. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I, I would I would hope that more people, believers anyway, forgive yeah. me, more believers yeah. Yeah. have the conversation of remaining your remaining abstinent until you, you know, until you're married yeah. and then also holding yourself accountable yeah. uh, to make sure that, you know, yeah. we, we don't continue to do this foolish stuff that we're doing. Because I think well, some and of that's a good thing. And, and that, and listen, and that's a good thing. And I'm glad you talked about abstinence because, um, even even me, you know, I've, I've been married twice. So I even uh, with the our counselor's help or whatever, like I even practiced abstinence before getting married a second time. So it was like just really rededicating my life and saying, you know, until until I actually get married, you know, what I'm saying that is it. So, you you know, you know, you may have been out there and got stuck in a pattern or, or these habits, but you can you can definitely get out of those sexual habits and absolutely digging into the word of the Lord and and getting into community and, you know, maybe even going to therapy or whatever. But, um, you know, we talked about soul ties and things like that. There are so many uh, dangers from, uh, you know, you know, from you being uh, promiscuous and not married and just having a super sexual lifestyle. So I don't know, man, it's just it kind of wears on you, you know, after a while. So um, we're just hoping and wishing and praying the best uh, for each and every one of you out there. Like, you know, just really want you to have a good, happy life and have, you know, a good, healthy, healthy sex life when it's time for you to have that type of life. So, all right, man, listen, let's, let's go uh, pay these bills. Cause I know we got to wrap it on up and get on no pun intended on this uh, <laughs> contraceptive talk, wrap it on up. <laughs> Listen, you're rocking with DJ Focus and Dice Campbell. You know the Fix Squad right here on this Monday. Keep it locked. You're tuned into the Fix. And the Fix is in. Go back into the Fix, your source of faith infused hip hop, RB, and poetry right here on Sirius XM. Channel 154, Holy Culture Radio. And listen, Kings and Queens, we've come to the end of another hot show. 
we definitely appreciate you guys rocking with us again today. Listen, we want to shout out um, to our special guest today, Tadashi, um, one of the OGs, one of the vets from Reach Records. Um, for that solid interview, Dice, just he dropped so many nuggets, Dice. I, I think for me, him just talking about the next generation and the unity within CHH, I, I, thought, I thought that was very powerful um, from him just, you know, seeing it. And just also just the years that he spent in the game and being able to still make solid music with Lecrae and Trip Lee. And they still sonically sound good. Like, they're not out of tune. Their cadences yeah. are on point. Like, you know that you know it's hard to have that longevity in hip hop, like because because it's us. The sound is constantly changing. But listen, yeah. he listen. They killed this. If you haven't heard it, I'm gonna say it again. If you if you missed it, go download their new track, Tadashi's new track. It, 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 it's, it's come on, it, it's yeah. it's a certified banger. I can't say nothing else about it. It's just certified banger. Yeah, Your thoughts? It's insane. it's insane. No, I mean the song is crazy. The video is phenomenal. I mean, obviously Tadashi. Triple and Lecrae. I mean that. I mean that's just the the um what was the three amigos. You know, like I mean, come on now. I mean, I, I love Tadashi. I, I mean, he's got a great spirit. I mean, he's been he's OG in the game too, a legend. So just having him on the show, you know, it's on. Obviously, I've been in spaces with him before, but I've never gotten to like have him sit down long enough to have these conversations like like we had on uh, on the show with him. So it's just good to hear what he's gotten uh, himself into and what he's been through. So I don't know, man. He's just like a big brother. So it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. But I mean, he's an awesome artist and a just a great producer. Like he's he's brilliant. He's brilliant. So. Yeah, I see why he's on. He's a staple. He's on my Mount Rushmore. So, what can I say? What can yeah, I say? He's he, awesome. He, he's on mine too as well. So let's uh let's give our little closing thoughts on this uh topic we talked about today. We talked about uh if you missed it, you gonna want to go back because it was <laughs> <laughs> you know a little this a little that in there. This conversation we talked about the <laughs> the new age birds and the bees conversation. Um, should Christian parents give their kids uh, birth control and condoms? You know um. I think I think we hit a lot of different angles with this conversation today, Dice. Mm. Uh, I just want to um, say it one more time. I think the real focus should be, at least for me personally, is us mm. trying to do the best we can in instilling in our kids the values of their body and what their body mm. represents. Mm. <laughs> Understanding soul tides. And if you choose to do this thing and don't keep yourself until you get married what comes with that from a mental standpoint a physical standpoint when we talk about everything that's going on with you know kids having babies early prematurely mm -hmm. and unfortunately um the parents don't end up you know getting married later on down the line and usually i forget the stat on that but I, I think it's a it's a very high percentage of you know teenage kids who have uh babies early they usually don't stick with uh each other and get married they usually separate four to five years down uh down the line so yeah mm -hmm. I, I think that's the biggest thing for me and that's that's something my wife and i always instilled in our daughter um to listen value yourself Make sure you value yourself, value your body, understand who you are in Christ. Understand your body is not yours. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know a lot of times all of us uh, struggle with that. This is not yours. This is the Lord's temple. <laughs> and would he be pleased with this? So, you know, that's 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 my closing thoughts. I said a lot more than that, but I just wanted to say, I, I think that should be the focus and, and keeping it 
biblical. Even if we do it or not, I still think that should be the standard that we're constantly trying to reach. And that's the standard we should be talking about, not making mm. all these gray areas, at least for me, you know, at least mm. for me. Yeah. No, I mean, it's good. Everything you said, that's good stuff. I mean, <sighs> wisdom and um, definitely seeking the Lord on it and knowing your, your children or kids. And I mean, it has to be talked about more, I think, the risk. And then also, you know, what happens if you're not going to include these things in the conversation, knowing children are being active. So just eye-opening stuff, man. It's good. I mean, I can't wait for us to have the, the second part of that because I, I really think we got to go into the second part of it. There's so much in it, you know, just it's just not about contraceptives or it's just deeper than that. It's so much deeper than that. The habits and the why and oh my goodness so the mental part of it so control yeah it's, it's just a lot it's a lot in it but it's good it was eye-opening for me i'm glad we actually talked about it because i mean like i said at this point in life i'm really far removed from it super far removed from it so it is i think that's that's been a challenge with us as christians or definitely us as a church is once we get so far away from a thing it's almost like it's irrelevant, but it's it's not that it's irrelevant. You know, it's super relevant. It's just, we're, you know, we don't deal with it every day. So, I don't know. Good stuff. Good stuff, man. Absolutely. All of it. Great. Yeah. Listen, we appreciate y'all rocking with us again today. Listen, I don't know if y'all uh, know or not, but uh, I know a lot. I've been getting a lot of DMs. A lot of people have been hitting us up on social media already, but the podcast is live. I know y'all been <laughs> asking about some of the shows that we have, you know, already aired previous where, we, where can we listen to them? Where can we listen to them? Listen. Yeah. Go to holyculture.net and listen to all the podcasts. They're being yeah. loaded daily as we speak. So listen, you want to catch up with the fix and uh, what we talked about and the exclusive interviews and real talk topics that we had. Listen, you want to go back and go to the podcast. Once again, go to holyculture.net for all of our podcasts, for all the show's podcasts. Uh, yeah. Real talk. So yeah, any show that you want to hear on here that you miss, listen, Go to holyculture.net and uh, go to the podcast section. For sure, man. Listen, uh, we're blessed to have uh, another one of Dice Celebrity Friends uh, stopping in tomorrow. So, you know, (laughs) y'all definitely want to tiptoe on Tiptoe Tuesday. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have our brother Omega Sparks here. So I'm grateful that, you know, uh, Dice going to bring him to chop it up with everything he got going on. And listen, you already know, another great Real Talk topic. So listen. Catch us tomorrow, same time, 6 a.m. You already know how to do it. Weekdays at 6 a.m. We here. We gonna be here. Listen, be safe. Enjoy your Fourth of July, kings and queens. Yeah, no, absolutely. Please, please be safe. I told y'all my story about those fireworks, but listen, y'all be safe driving, especially if you guys are gonna be drinking. I know y'all some drinking Christians out there, so just don't get behind the wheel. You know, if you know you're gonna get it in on the Independence Day. So, um, <laughs> and, be, and, be, and be careful with that communion, y'all, right, John? Okay. <laughs> you know, the Bible speaks Next. against drunkenness, okay? <laughs> now, if you're going to just enjoy your one or two, just enjoy your one or two. <laughs> there is a limit. Remember, we talk about standards all the time on here. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, when you start yeah. feeling it in your sha na you might need to uh, walk away. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> walk away. No, no, no. That's that's enough. So remember, let, let, let's, let's hold each other accountable. You know, I love it. Absolutely. Have fun. <laughs> enjoy good. it. Have your little communion, but just have you just one or two and walk away. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Happy fourth. Yeah. Happy enjoy fourth. It. Remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus is the answer. Kingdom advancement. 
The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.